Welcome everybody to the. Uh, oh, this is not the Anthony Irwin show. Yeah, they're all kind of the Anthony Irwin shows, but you can say it's your favorite day of the week if you want. Yeah, it's definitely my favorite day of the week. It is definitely Friday. It is definitely the hook now. And uh, yeah, I was totally prepared for the beginning of this live uh, edition. I'm really glad we were live for this. Clearly. (laughs) All right, let's start over. Welcome, everybody, to your favorite day of the week. Leave the first part in. (laughs) I'm Anthony Irwin. That is Aaron Larsoul. This is The Hook. I am not even drinking, although I should be. It's like good day drinking weather. It's like storming outside right now. It's good, like whiskey weather. I mean, um, every weather is whiskey weather. But um, as you can see, well, the people that are watching on Twitter or YouTube or where else can they watch? Is that it? Where else can they? Uh, oh, Facebook, right? on Facebook, Twitter, yeah. and YouTube. Um, yeah, two of those are dying platforms. But... Um, as you can see, I like I haven't shaved in a while, um, and I have on a uh, hoodie because it is, you know, that meme where it's like seventy-five degrees in California, and it's actually <laughs> mid-sixties, and I'm freezing. Uh, but I am not drinking. Well, I'm drinking, but coffee, my second one of the day. So I had. It's funny you're drinking because I, I think I read cold brew on there. Mm-hmm. Um, so I had no idea that that was like more caffeinated than the average. Oh, yeah cup oh, yeah, of coffee oh yeah no it's, it's rocket fuel yeah <laughs> so i was like i went out i went out for coffee with um i had a buddy of mine like coming out he, he came out for like a, a business conference and uh we were gonna go drop him off at the at the airport we went out for lunch and and there's a really nice coffee shop out here that's on a lake it's a really pretty setting okay and um I, I wasn't feeling like flavored coffee it was hot though so i didn't want like hot coffee out there so I was just like, oh, I'll try this cold brew thing. And both my my wife and my friend looked at me like, what are you doing? I have a heart condition. She's mm-hmm. like, what are you doing? And they, <laughs> I was like, I'm just ordering cold coffee. What? And they were like, no, that's cold brew. That's yeah, like that's different. nitrous. <laughs> yeah, that's <laughs> being different. Yeah, in yeah. Your you couldn't, the iced coffee is like regular, you know, uh, yeah, just hot yeah. coffee, but cold. Cold brew is something entirely different. And the so that you know that it's different or one way you know that it's different is most, uh, I think like the Starbucks one specifically, they sell as a concentrate. <laughs> and I just like, so my brother at my brother's house, see, this is why I have to consider getting, well, for another reason too, but this is why I have to consider maybe having a significant other again is because <laughs> like whenever I go over to my brother's house, I, I don't know if his wife goes to Trader Joe's or he goes to Trader Joe's and Costco every single day, but i I cook all the time, but I have Costco's like, the shit. The Bachelor refrigerator. Like I'll go and buy stuff. I'm going to make something specific. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, oh, so you have like, like mustard, have like two- <laughs> champagne, and champagne mustard, and like uh, liquor. That's all that's in my refrigerator. <laughs> so I don't know who in my brother's household goes to Trader Joe's and Costco every single day. But when I'm over there, the best snacks. So maybe I should consider this. Anyway. They have the the Starbucks. You know, you, you can brew. be single and have a Costco membership. It's not. Oh no, I have a Costco membership. Yeah, I just don't. They... Go, I like. I only go if I'm going to do a big barbecue, or like, or I need to like. I need to restock toilet paper and and uh, paper towels. We are the opposite person. We are like. I, I thought. I thought Harrison and I were were just complete polar opposite people, but like we live the opposite lifestyle. Like you and I, we are. It's a little different. <laughs> Yin and Yang. It's a little different, my brother. It's a little. <laughs> anyway, so the cold brew from from Starbucks comes in a concentrate. 
So that's how you know it's like extra powerful because you're supposed to dilute yeah. it with water. And every time I go over to my brother's house, did you drink uh, it his straight? wife will ask me, like, do you want cold or I'll just go get it out the fridge and start pouring it. And she's like, no, you have to dilute it. I'm like, nah, just directly into my veins. Let's go. <laughs> the only things I drink are coffee, black coffee, either cold brew or hot, black coffee, yeah. uh, liquor so just straight liquor i don't really drink beer or wine that much just straight liquor or sparkling water are the only things i drink so yeah. when i need my cold brew i gotta balance out the booze so the cold <laughs> brew just the, the concentrate directly into my veins uh yeah yeah i, I don't think that's very healthy like i, I think <laughs> i have never claimed to be <laughs> i'm not i'm not a doctor but i think i think just going like this constantly is not good for your system probably not probably not how about the 21 surgeries i've had is that good you know what else isn't very healthy for us is uh this laker season this laker yeah. season is not a, good for anybody's good, health that's a good that's a good transition that's a professional no, broadcast I'm getting, segue. getting a little bit better i don't um, want to hear speaking, it. i go see all this shit in person so i don't want to hear it no i can understand why you drink uh straight straight cold brew concentrate just so you're awake, awake long enough to go watch that shit and then fall immediately asleep. That's I, I, I wouldn't want to be awake any other time either. I also don't eat um, really, which is also yeah, kind of strange. <laughs> so, uh, so yeah, I, well, quick, quick couple notes before we get going here. Yes. We are going to talk about the Slakers season. They are 11 games in and have a must-win game, it feels like, coming up. A few must-wins coming up. Uh, yeah. So that's odd. Um, I want to talk a little bit more as Chris Haynes reported yesterday, a whole bunch of stuff on the Lakers situation. Um, LeBron James tweeted about Kyrie Irving. And then like a few hours later was when Chris Haynes came out with that stuff. Surely no, no connection between those two things. Um, and then, uh, I, I also, uh, want to give a shout out to Metal World Peace. He came out on yeah. my show yesterday, had a blast with him. Really fun conversation about, uh, his approach to stuff off of the court. And then I also talked to him about his time with the Lakers. Um, whether players know about title windows closing, is that something that's just kind of known in a locker room? Um, no, again, no real connection between that and the, and the season are currently having, the Lakers are currently <laughs> having. Um, and, and yeah, it was, it was a fun conversation. But Aaron, I, I asked you to remind me about this. And, I, and actually, part of the reason I texted you from my desktop is so that I would have that note up. Mm -hmm. Do you want the peak Anthony Irwin tinfoil theory that I have? It's the best I mean, one I've ever had. Okay. Well, tinfoil hat Anthony is my favorite Anthony, so sure. Shouts to Alexis. Yeah, it was it was a fun episode. Meta was great. All right. Um, this won't this won't take long. This is a quick tangent. This is about baseball. Uh, so hang with us. Okay. So the Houston Astros win the World Series, right? That's what they tell me. Yeah, so they won the World Series. I think and so. I don't. I don't. When the A's are as bad as the A's generally are, I don't watch much baseball. Yeah, I mean, you only really have to care about baseball for like the first month of the season. Did you guys hear that? that I was, did. I did. Yeah. Yeah. That was ominous. This is what's coming. This is what's coming. Is is very ominous. This Indeed. is right over my house. We are getting bucketed. Um. So yeah, I I hate the Astros, and I'm looking for any reason whatsoever to disqualify any success that they have. Yes. And I've landed on this as the means to do it. Okay. So they won the World Series, and I found it odd over the course of their time in the playoffs that exactly, Alexis, the cheating-ass Astros, uh, I agree. But 
they're in the playoffs and as they're heading into the World Series, I kept seeing like I kept seeing national writers who you know have some kind of a relationship with the league because of how long they've been doing this. And I kept seeing some version of like, you know, it really behooves everybody to move on from the cheating scandal and just give the Astros their props. And I was like, why? They even at one point said that Philly needs to like go easy on them and be less Philly as, uh, you You're know, as the they root against them. Yeah, like be less mean to them it, it, for some reason. And I was like, what? You ain't getting that from Philly fans. I can promise What is that. going on? Like, do you know one who you're talking about too? <laughs> right. Why would you tell them to calm down on these guys? And I was like, what is going? And I've landed on this. This is my tinfoil hat theory. And I'm going to, to hold this uh, till the day I die. Okay. I think it behooves Major League Baseball for the Astros to win the World Series coming off of that, right? Like if uh, you had a scandal. one so we don't have to talk about that one. Yeah, anymore. like if you, if you, like if, if the only World Series that they win is the one that should have an asterisk on it, then forever, from that point forward, anytime we talk about that team, it's about that, right? And, yeah, yeah, and then the sport. I don't hate this. The sport, the sport also, by the way, real light on them. No real punishment when they, when they won the World Series the way that they did. Uh, it's like a slap on the wrist. Actually, players who were beaning their guys because it was the cheating ass Astros and they weren't punished got punished more than yeah. the than the Astros did well, for I mean, cheating. The, the the GM and the manager and all that. And by the way, to add another log on the fire of this great tinfoil yeah, hat, let's go Anthony. For it. Like uh, this also was the first World Series title for who is widely regarded as one of the good guys. I hate. I abhor. Well, Stanford football is the team in sports I hate most. But mm-hmm. directly on their heels are the San Francisco Giants. So mm. I was rooting. I wanted the Astros to lose because they're cheaters and because I don't like Dusty Baker. Mm. But I am in the minority opinion because everybody loves oh, Dusty yeah. Baker. Yeah. So for him to win his first also makes it kind of a feel-good story. So add that log to the fire, too. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, yeah, I think I, I thought that this this World Series, um, and I, I'm going to be honest, I didn't watch very much of it because I knew they were going to win. Like Philly... Really, really fun story and all that, but they still, they won 87 games and they weren't that, like they got real hot at the right time and raced through the NL and then, you know, cooled down in the World Series. Uh, so yeah, I just think that, you know, for the way that things played out, all I'm going to say is that baseball benefited from that, from that outcome. Everybody okay. gets to, the, they, they can all try to move on. You had all these national voices telling everybody, hey guys, it's time to move on. I will not fucking move on. They took a they took a World Series from my Dodgers. Yeah. So what do you want? What did you want to have happen? What did you want to have happen? Yeah, and Kershaw. They needed to strip the title. They needed to strip the title. Put an asterisk on it. it, The Dodgers don't get it either. Just no, 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 no. I just think that World Series didn't happen. Yeah, that's what happened to the Black Sox, and they did way less. You know. Yeah, and that's what happens in that's what happens in you know in college football in almost every other sport. It was wild. Certainly in college, a little yeah. punishment they got. Yeah. So, all right, that was my that was my that okay. I've been sitting on it. I've been trying to find the right place to say it, and and since you enjoy this part of me so much, I do. This was this uh, this was the first baseball tinfoil hat, Anthony. Okay. Yeah. No, it's about everything. You, it's my my brain's a scary, scary place. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> all right. Um, I guess we'll talk about the Lakers. Speaking of scary, scary places, they are playing tonight. In the MoneyLaundering.com arena, they are playing against the Sacramento Kings. And uh, 
they need this one. They are not yeah. going to be playing without. Uh, they're they're going to be playing without LeBron James. They might be playing without Anthony Davis, as apparently yeah. everybody in the organization has the stomach flu. I, Aaron, I think you might have to start passing around that nitro cold brew concentrate as a means to just like murder any and all flu germs <laughs> in that in that arena. Like, you're, you're like, I think you're incapable of getting the flu because it's like rubbing alcohol and cold brew nitrate is, is your, is your like stomach well, fluid. <laughs> this is funny. And so because normally I would say unnamed cognac, but I have yeah. to actually say the brand for this story. There was at the beginning of the pandemic, there was a, uh, governor of i don't even remember where it was somewhere in africa but i don't remember where but he was the governor of some territory in uh in mm -hmm. africa his name was mike sonko i believe and there was a thing on cnn i was watching cnn and there was a story about him sending out care packages to uh prevent uh the spread of covid and included okay. in that was Hennessy. And he had, he decided that Hennessy, I mean, I think there was other Look, parts of it too, but hey. he literally was sending bottles of Hennessy to all his constituents because he had decided or he thought or someone told him that it uh, inoculated your your throat and your your system against <laughs> against COVID. I was like, well, fuck this. I ain't never getting, I ain't never well, getting COVID. So maybe Look. that is the answer. Was he was he reelected? Like, do we know if he's still a, a successful politician? I don't know. But if you go on, like, because the guy who was telling everybody to, to drink bleach, he lost. Well, that's so true. like, if we're if we want to find the secret to politics here, tell people to drink alcohol versus tell people yeah, to drink. Yeah, I mean, it's certainly bleach. It certainly has. Uh, <laughs> it certainly has its negative effects. Alcohol does. But the one thing I can promise you is it's healthier to drink uh, and insert any alcohol as opposed to bleach. That I can that yeah. I can assure you. So yeah. Um, Yes, everybody has been, well, not everybody, but quite a few people. It has been going around. Quite a few people uh, have been and continue to be sick. Uh, obviously, LeBron and Pat Bev and Lonnie Walker and now AD. But it, it does, it feels kind of strange, you know, after 11 games to say maybe this season is on the brink. But I think it is. It does feel like that. And... I don't know if tonight specifically is a must win, but it is certainly some of these this, stre ones. this stretch is. Yeah. So, all right, I'm going to give you, you know, because the thought is this is the soft part of the schedule, you know, kind of starting tonight. I disagree with that. The soft part of the schedule started Wednesday night. I'm going to read you of the next, including the Clippers game and then tonight and the following seven. So nine games Aaron, total. the soft part of the schedule should have started back on November 4th. <laughs> but Utah's a buzzsaw. Right. <laughs> Um, we thought Portland was going to suck, right? And Portland's been really good. Um, I didn't think they were going to suck. I didn't know where that was coming from. I, I, I always kind of, like, everybody not, was all high suck, on. Not suck, but, like, be a fringe playoff play-in team. Like, and, and they might come back down to earth. You know, they're, they're a thin rotation and all that stuff. But, like. They've been yeah, winning games were, without Dame. Pe like the, yeah, that's true. But the, um, yeah, people were all high on, like, Minnesota. And I was like, they're really, really slow. I was high on and, Minnesota in the regular season, and and not, then not uh, and then yeah, people were just kind of like riding off Portland for some reason. I was like, all they did was upgrade it. They just got a shit ton of wings. Like that's how you win in this league. I've, <laughs> people, I'm telling you, everybody who is listening to this right now, it's it's really annoying to talk basketball with me because it really does wind out like all most of my takes is like, who has the better wings. Like that's that's it. <laughs> like who <laughs> like like if you were to just if you were to just 
concentrate all of my takes like Aaron takes his coffee, it, it would essentially <laughs> be, it would essentially be who has the best wings. That's it. Okay. So I think tonight, not necessarily a must win, but I think I'm going to include the Clippers game and then the following eight games, one of which is tonight. So these, in these nine games, here is the net rating of the opponents that mm -hmm. the Lakers are playing. I think that is more that is more indicative of mm -hmm. a team's actual quality and more predictive than a team's record, right? Yep. All right. So the Clippers were 20th. Uh, the Kings tonight are 18th. Then 13th, 30th, 27th, first, the Suns, 27th, 27th, and 19th. Yeah. And all, all, all but three of those games, one in, uh, in Phoenix and two in San Antonio, the little weird baseball back-to-back, -back, like series all but three of those those three are the only ones that are out of crypto the technically the lakers were the road team on wednesday against the, the against uh the clippers if you're telling me that this is not the soft spot of the schedule i don't know what is a soft spot of the schedule what is an easy part of the schedule it's not going to get easier than this now yeah Will the Lakers be good enough, connected enough, healthy enough, et cetera, to take advantage of that? That's a different question, but that doesn't uh, that that doesn't change the fact that this is the soft part of the schedule, and the Lakers better do some damage in this soft part of the schedule, or I think the season may get away from them. I mean, it was like last year, right? The the season started out with a lot of home games. It was against a lot of teams that wound up not being very good, and and. The fact that the Lakers just kind of were mediocre through that stretch, that was, to me, the first red flag. That that and LeBron, AD, and Russ, um, not I think they were in the negative or not very high above the positive, um, uh, you know, overall in that first stretch was, was well, scary and then to me, too. The part that was very, yes, the fit looked weird immediately. Well, they kept and starting. Russ, like, Russ had a bad, Russ had a bad opener Jordan. against the Warriors, which was, mm -hmm. like, here in LA, which was concerning. Um, but what really the red flag for me was was I think it was like twice OKC. in four or five games losing to OKC with a 20 point lead both times. Yeah. Made me go, uh oh, a little bit. Yeah. Um, so this um, is yeah, this is and and by the way, like LeBron's health is a big factor in this, AD's ill like all of that, but like too bad. Aaron, <laughs> okay. can I this ask is you the easy stretch. This I, I hope this gets aggregated, but I'm I'm curious oh, when you when you walk around the uh, practice facility, are guys sharing Gatorade bottles? Like, <laughs> are they making out in the hallways? Is, I have, is spit shaking have, a big part of their like? I have seen neither of those things happen. <laughs> neither of those things. Because like, what the hell? <laughs> there is there is uh, like on the practice court there is a refrigerator on the side where there are bottles of water and Gatorade and such. So yeah, they are using the same refrigerator, but I have not did, seen did guys patient share zero walk around licking all of those bottles of water. Not, what that, is I, not that, not that I'm aware of. Not that I'm aware of. No. <laughs> this is, this is like the, the Lakers season is going to be sunk by a terrible off season and the stomach flu. <laughs> you know, it reminds me of a, that like terrible movie that I love because it maybe has the best cast ever or like the most famous outbreak, which is a which is a terrible, terrible movie that I love. Never saw that one. Uh, it is. Oh, shit. It's probably 20 years old at least yeah. at this point. Maybe no more than maybe more than that. But I, think it's I like, remember it. I remember it's, uh, Renee it. Russo and Dustin it. Hoffman and Morgan Freeman and Donald Sutherland and Cuba Gooding Jr. And and basically it's like this monkey 
escapes and bites like somebody and then they start passing around this terrible mm. disease um did it predict adds, covid i mean kind of but yeah. it was it was a it was well <laughs> depending on who, what you believe or who you believe uh it ended it was like in uh uh actually you know what i'm not gonna say what it was in case nobody's seen it i don't want to spoil it even though the movie's 25 years old i won't spoil <laughs> it year old movie. <laughs> well right that's like spoiler well, alert Twitter, from the bible right jesus comes yeah. back everybody sorry yeah, you gotta like <laughs> Yeah, right. On Twitter, I get mad if people like ruin stuff. There has to be like a is there a standard? Is it 48 hours? Is that like the standard? Because now yeah, everybody's seeing Black shortened. Panther. And... Yeah, so, like I, yeah, I don't like I, I, don't I like try that. to keep so I'm not two ruin, weekends. I'm going to not ruin Outbreak, even though it is from like 97. Yeah. Have you are you are you, you're a, you're a Marvel guy, right? You like Marvel or you're more Star Wars than Marvel? Oh, yeah, no, I'm definitely more Star Wars than Marvel. I I wonder if there are like 30 of those things. I'm not that yeah. into it. I, I've seen some of them. It's a lot. I'm, actually, I've, at this point, I've probably seen half of them or something like that. Um, yeah. And then, then uh, that what what was the the End Game and what was the other one? Uh, Infinity War. Yeah. Um, uh, man, I don't. I what was it, three and a half hours. Man, I <laughs> what? <laughs> I don't have the patience for that. I uh, I went and saw Bla the new Black Panther last night. I'm not yeah. going to spoil anything. Um, I'm not going to give anything away. Um, I will say that it was probably the the movie most specific specifically written for me. Mm. It has a it had like there's there's a, a heavy Mexican presence in it, which I was all about. A heavy oceanic presence, which I'm definitely all about. Some of the characters write on a killer whale, which is what? Okay. Yeah, right. it's. Anyway, but but yeah, it was um it was pretty good. Um, all right, so the Lakers their next their next few games uh, Sacramento at home, Brooklyn at home, Detroit at home, San Antonio at home. I think they they rip off all of their games against San Antonio here in the next like week or so. Well, there it's three of four. I don't know if there's a fourth one. Do they play? Uh, I don't know because sometimes like I don't every know so often you don't play a fourth game against. So it's uh teams. so you play you play four games against everybody in your division. And then yeah. in the rest of the conference, you play four games they against do play. most they... teams, and you play three against, I think it's three teams. All right. So they, they play January 25th. They play against San Antonio again. But um, yeah, so they have San Antonio at home, at Phoenix, at San Antonio, at San Antonio, versus Phoenix, versus Portland. That is uh, through the wait, end wait, of wait, the wait, month. Whoa, 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 What? No, you skipped one. No, I didn't. Yeah. I said Indi Indiana at home. I said, yeah. No, you said, said Phoenix. You said Phoenix. You said Phoenix again. At oh, all right. So versus the versus the Pacers versus there Portland. Go. There you go. Um, and that's the end of the month. Uh, LeBron James is is considered out certainly for this game and considered yes. day to day from from that point forward. Yes. Interestingly enough, last time he had a groin injury, I don't think it was as 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 clearly bad. Uh, this one wasn't as clearly bad as as the last time he he hurt his groin. Um, but last time he was considered day to day for like three months. So, yeah, but that was, that was, uh, that was, you're talking about the Christmas day yeah. in golden state. Uh, mm -hmm. yeah. Rondo also broke his hand in the same game. Um, and the Lakers still won by the way. And that was like KD <laughs> monster <laughs> warriors. Um, yeah. so yes. And he said that, right. He, he told, uh, true asked him in the post game, uh, press conference after he, he heard it on Wednesday asked him about it and lebron said it's not nearly as bad um 
I take from this what you will. And I, I believe he said if it was a playoff game, he would have stayed in. So take Maybe. for that what you will. And he he looked, uh, he did not appear to have a limp. He was at, um, he went to uh, his son's, I think they're like midnight madness thing yesterday. And I saw a video mm-hmm. of him walking around. He didn't have a limp. He looked okay. That doesn't mean he can run and cut and jump and play NBA basketball for 36 minutes a night, which is what he's doing now. But, you know, with no other, I'm going to take him at his word that it's not as serious. And it didn't, from the outward indications are that it's not as serious. I don't, Yeah, I would I, guess I, he probably doesn't play Sunday either. Um, but then after that, the Lakers have a longer break than normal. And so yeah. him not playing tonight and then not playing Sunday gives him, I think it's like a week or so in between games. Yeah, he, I mean, when, when he heard it on the Christmas game, right, on that on that Christmas day where he like tore his groin, it was clearly like, uh, all right, that's where that's where he did it. We mm-hmm. saw it, like we we saw the play. It happened in the middle of the paint too, which which you know I I can still remember the play vividly. Right, right elbow ish. He goes to plant and spin the other way. He slips off with his left foot and 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 facing the camera and is and is down. It was um, also like shocking because it was the first time we had ever seen LeBron do that like that happened yeah. to him where you're like wait a second this looks like it might be something right, right. normally he sprains his ankle and he gets right back up and ties his shoes he ties and he's his made shoe. of vibranium and he just yeah. is like yeah whatever well that one and and when he um when he had that high ankle sprain too right same thing where like he, you saw the you saw the play happen he like limped around the court scored his 10th point and then got the hell out of the game <laughs> right. um yeah i i just uh but anyway you know, against Sacramento, Sacramento beat the shit out of the Lakers in the preseason. So I don't know if mm-hmm. I would consider that an easy win. Especially if is, they I mean, look, without LeBron, it like it's different, and who knows with AD. But Sacramento is bad. Well, Aaron, I, I hate to break it to you, but I'm not saying it's an easy. The win, Lakers have the same record I, as the Houston wanna, Rockets right now. I understand. Now. I'm not saying that the Lakers are any good. I am saying that let's not Oh, for like, sure. They, they're the games they have to win. I'm just saying that it's not an easy win in my book. There, there like, are no none easy of these wins. Are easy the Lakers wins. have been bad so far. There are yeah, no easy wins. Right. But yeah. Sacramento is bad also. So Sacramento is in the category of bad. Yeah. Let's not boost up Sacramento. Sacramento's I'm, bad. Aaron, we saw all I'm I'm not boosting up anybody when I say we saw them beat the shit out of the Lakers. Like in the in the preseason, we we saw them whoop them. Um, I don't know how relevant that is to now, but yes. Yeah. Well, I mean, preseason is is the kind of setting where a super deep team, like a team that has a bunch of NBA guys like Sacramento does, they're going to look good in the preseason, especially like when the Max Christie's of the world come in and when the Scottie Pippen juniors of the world come in and they're going up against guys who have like five or six year NBA careers to that point, you're going to get run off the court. So that was at play too. But uh, the Lakers have only two wins, so I'm not yeah, considering sure. it's an easier win, but it's not an I, I don't there are no wins that I'm looking at. And I'm like, all right, that's that's a W in the box, especially yes, with LeBron rel- relative to the rest of the NBA. Sacramento yeah. is on the easier side. Yeah. How many of these we'll say through they have three games between now and a week from now, right? Between now uh, yeah. and Friday, Friday, November 18th, they have three games. How many of those games do the Lakers have to win? Uh, Why is it three? I mean, yes. I mean, it is because this is the soft <laughs> part of the schedule, right? Yeah. And the, the Lakers need some, an injection of like belief, right? And, and 
a reason to stick together and all of those sort of things. And as Russ has said, with his sacrifice, it's harder. And I, I'm just using this example because he is, is the one that said this. Mm -hmm. But like sacrifice is hard when you're not getting the results, right? Putting in the yeah. work and putting in, right? And everybody sacrificing. AD doesn't want to be a center full time, right? And he mm -hmm. is. That's a sacrifice. Russ coming off the bench. That is, even though clearly is better for his game and better for the team if he's doing that is a sacrifice and all of the little things that you have to do to win basketball games are much easier to stick with when you're getting the results um so i think the the lakers have to, so it's it's sacramento it's the nets like friday is detroit detroit is the worst team in the nba like these are the games that the lakers plainly have to win period yeah Absolutely, um, one hundred percent. And it, I mean, like, and if AD's not playing and LeBron's not, I mean, the NBA doesn't stop. And are the Lakers going to win without those guys? No, probably not. But like, this is this this is what the NBA is. Are uh, if they if they go over here and they're sitting at two and what would that be? Fourteen, oh, two and thirteen. You're saying the next four games, right? They're two and nine right now? Yep. Yeah. So if they go, because they have, after that, they have San Antonio. So the next four games are all, like, they should be wins. Like, the, if you were, if I, when I was looking at the schedule at the beginning of the year, I looked at those four games on, and, and I said, those should be wins, because I didn't believe in, in Brooklyn either. Um, and, and yet, you know, here we're talking about a two-win Lakers team, and I'm not, as I just said a second ago, I'm not comfortable saying that any of these are wins, but if they go 0-4 in the next four before they go down and they play Phoenix and will probably pick up their fifth straight loss of, of these of this stretch, um, if they go down, the, if, they, if they lose all four of these games and they're sitting at 2-13, and 13, uh you know, I there's already talk about whether the Lakers are going to forego the season and 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 you know, I'm not going to say go into the tank because there's no point in tanking. But the the notion of trading a first round pick kind of goes out the window. Um, the thing is, though, I can't believe we're here before Thanksgiving talking about yeah, this is it. This is just. This is the the, the, the Lakers mean, like, just don't have a chance this year. No, mathematically, of course it's not, right? Um, you know, there was a Miami team a few years ago that started eleven and thirty and finished thirty and eleven, right? Uh, so, you know, and ended up at five hundred. So mathematically, no, but I I'm not. I do agree with you that it kind of feels like now or never. It kind of feels like the season is teetering a little bit. Um, so no, are the Lakers out of it if they are two and thirteen? No, but part of that is if you feel out of it, it's much more difficult to hold the rope, right? It's much more difficult to yeah. claw your way back, even if it feels um, like all right. I so <laughs> I don't know why this popped in my head. I suffer from depression, and there are days where it's really difficult for me to get out of bed, and part of at least for me, what depression is, is sometimes tasks seem so great that I am overwhelmed 
even to the point of like inaction. It's it mm -hmm. makes it very difficult for me to take even the first step, right? I don't see, you know, a step and a step and a step, and you get to wherever, right? We were. I think you mentioned this. There was a Kobe quote about you know like sometimes the mountaintop seems too high. So you have to like take a step and take a step and eventually you're at like one summit and then you keep going and you get there. Mm -hmm. For me, that is very difficult, sometimes impossible. I don't, even if sometimes I don't see the steps or sometimes I see the steps, but wherever I'm going or trying to get to seems so far away that I'm kind of paralyzed and inactive and I have to fight myself on it all the time. And the same thing can be true of a basketball team, right? Like at two and 13, it's like, it's very hard at two and 13 to go, okay, like if we win two out of three here and we win three out of four here and we split these two, like you start climbing back into it. If it feels like it's over, even if it isn't, that makes the task much more difficult. So in that way I do mathematically, it's not that big of a deal. I mean, it is a big deal, but mathematically it's like you've played, you know, 20% of the season, but if it feels like it's, too big of a hill mountain to climb that becomes self-fulfilling is there in terms of their approach you know over these next few games um and by the way if i could i'd, I'd give you a hug right now just just <laughs> Thanks. um but but like it, it, in terms of their approach these next few games potentially with lebron out is there um is there, I think there's a case to be made that you start Russ again. You start playing Russ, you take yep. on the identity of, of the, the hopefully bringing that tornado and, and harnessing it and, and, and getting that chaos, that chaotic energy out there again. Um, I know Darwin is a lot like Luke Walton in that he likes to try to keep his rotations solid and, and consistent. But I think in this case here, I think there's, I, I would I would start Russ tonight. I would start Russ. I would get as much talent that you can right from the beginning of a game. And and just, again, like you're talking about, take that first step. Take that first step, win it quarter by quarter, and, yep. and, and take care of business, you know, little task by little task so that, you know, that, that tree that you're hoping to chop down, that sequoia um, eventually starts to come down, but it won't if if, like, you you take a butter knife to it. If you take if you take something yeah. less than the tool that you need to, uh, it, it, that that tree's not coming down. So I think there. And by the way, this is also complicated by if AD plays or not. Um, yeah. But I I think this is one of those things, right? <laughs> I don't want to be Darius and say yes and no, right? I don't want to hedge, but I think that uh, I think there is a fair case to be made on both sides. Um, I see the I see the reasoning in it has been better for Russ off the bench and for the team with Russ coming off the bench. So like you don't want to mess with that and you don't want to mess with like Russ knows what it is. He's been around, but you don't want to like it seems like there's been more buy in from Russ to that as opposed to him just rejecting that out of hand earlier in his Lakers tenure. So maybe you don't want to mess with that and you don't want to mess with him psychologically. But I also see the point of like yeah you need the talent and you need something you need plus this is not a team that is full of shot creation and ball handling yeah. and without lebron it's pretty much just russ i Maybe mean you get thing... shot creation from ad if schroeder was around like that would be different you get shot creation some from ad but it's not like 
offense initiation and you know like he can do a little bit as a ball handler in the pick and roll but not a, like pretty much the shot creation on this team um is lebron and, and russ and so yeah i see that i see that logic too it'd be one thing i also if think that was playing better like pat hasn't well, played well this year and and correct like, but i think but i think just... that has to, i think i think for the very reason that you mentioned i think it's important that pat starts because you mm. need the i think the lakers are going to need no 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 it's not about it's not even a basketball like basketball reasons thing i think it is a spirit thing and pat has looked hesitant to shoot he did just jumpers. forego talking to media the other day too that I that think, stood out though, to me that was kind of interesting I, I think you need uh you need like that whirlwind of activity to try to get some belief like early. I think if the Lakers go down, you know, start the game down 16 to four or something, then like it starts taking on water. So I think you, and it's not Pat hasn't played. Pat has been bad, mm-hmm. but I think you need that like aggressiveness, that belief, that whirlwind tornado of activity that can get some belief in the guys. I think, so I, I personally would start both of them. I just want it known that as you were saying, as you were making the case for Patrick Beverly to start, we had a giant rip of thunder <laughs> right over the house. Does that does that mean yes or it was no? Like, <laughs> it was like it was like it was like you know. I think Pat needs to start. Yeah, I, I think I also I think want Pat, somebody like, up there disagrees, or they agree. They, they agree vehemently. They're like they're like banging the this table. Yes, yeah, this Aaron. is the sign. <laughs> well, here's the other thing. Like I can give you basketball. I mean, there is a basketball reason is I don't know who else is going to guard Darren Fox if it's not Pat Bev. See, this is interesting because um, I think Russ is a pretty bad team defender. But I think if you give Russ a singular assignment and you just say, like, hey, go get that guy, right? Like, if, if when he's in the post and a team is trying to post him up, he takes that as, like, a personal affront. Yeah, and, but he and, does, and he but works he his ass off. Yeah, but he doesn't as much when he's just like guarding point guards. He does when when he people try to punk him, like you're too little to do this. You're right. He has been pretty good at this. But the like point of attack guy is Pat Bev. Yeah, I Pat's just not been good enough for me to be like, that's he's the guy okay. who he's needs to be on. He's been fine defensively. He's just been a zero on offense. Uh, he, he's been his okay legs, defensively. He, he hasn't been great. He's been okay. His his legs look pretty like I he hasn't been pat like he hasn't been good enough that I'm like that guy has to be our point of attack defender. Who is the alternative? Well, Dennis when he gets back for one tonight. Who is the alternative? I I would still I would still go Russ or I would go Lonnie. Like I would go with either of those guys. Like I, I just the Lakers need talent and talent. <laughs> There's one thing you can't say about Pat right now is he's really talented. <laughs> like, no, he's, he's, he's in, I, the, no, that's not he. You can say he's not playing well. I I don't I think his. I think he's washed. Like, I think he's, he, the, the, there's a lot. It's like Charles used to say, and I know I've used this example a few times on the show, but when guys start Charles hesitating Barkley? and they're all, yeah. Um, we're on a first name basis on okay, Chuck yeah, and yeah. I, yep. uh, <laughs> but um, yeah, it, it, when, when guys start hesitating and nobody is around them, that's a giant red flag that that guy doesn't trust his body right now that that guy, you know, that that player is just—he doesn't trust his jumper. Clearly, I don't know if it's his body, but he clearly I, I, doesn't trust his jumper. I think his fouling I mean, is I, up too, right? I can so, say the like, same thing about Austin, by the way. Yeah, I, yeah, I agree. I agree. I agree about. I mean, I think with Austin, it's more of a confidence thing. I don't think it's a like. I think with Pat, it's a physical thing. He's thirty, what six? He's not young. <laughs> like, yeah, I don't. He, no, I don't think he's that old. 
but he's I'm not. No, up. he's not young. Yeah, no, I don't think he's 36. But I did. That does that does remind me of him telling Steph if he's old. There's no way he's older than Steph, who's 34. When he told like a few years back, he told like he's 34. The last, he's 34. The last five years were yours. The next five years are mine. To Steph. <laughs> I was going to say if he's older, he might be older than Steph. That's what that is a wild statement. If he had, but yeah. that kind of confidence. I think is something, and by the way, he hasn't been imbuing the team with that so much, but he, I think he and he and Russ are probably the two guys that are capable of that. And I think that's important to start this game. Yeah. Then I, I mean, it's tough because I think Lonnie has to play. He's been the Lakers like third best player this year. Mm -hmm. So you can't start both Pat and Russ. I don't think. Or I know you can't because again, Lonnie's their like second most talented player on the on the team if LeBron is out. Isn't that so, how the season isn't that how the season started though? What do you mean? Lonnie, Pat Bev, Russ, A D and That's too and LeBron. Small. That's I, too I'm not small. disagreeing with you, but like saying you can't do that, that is how they started. And like if LeBron what are the alternatives? Yeah, I mean it's that's fair. I, I I guess that's one option that they have. And if Russ is playing defense on wings better than than Smalls, you can maybe throw him on like Harrison Barnes, I guess. But Harrison um, Barnes, who's shooting like it's the 2016 NBA Finals again, by the way. Hey man, he 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 sees the 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 light at the end of the tunnel here. Like he's like, hey, I'm a free agent at the end of the season. At the very least, maybe they trade me to a team that is not Sacramento. And and I can get my ass up out of here. You do you, Harrison Barnes. Is all I'm saying. Like you do you. I'm proud of him. I'm proud for of, of good old Harry B. Do your thing, dude. He's a good. Get dude. out of get out of Sacramento. You he's can a, do it. He's a, he's a good dude. <laughs> um, what was his name? It's like was it Black Fal Black Falcon, right? That was. I think like that's the... right. Yeah, I think that's right. <laughs> Yeah, shouts I think to, that's right. Shouts to Harry B. And by the way, um, he's, he's like had a good career. He's been a good. He's a good NBA player. He's been terrible he's, this year, but he's, he's a going good to NBA be player. on a, on a playoff team. I think this year. I think him and, and Kuz is another candidate for this. Both of those guys are going to be, I think, pretty big pickups at the de deadline for some team that that needs again wing depth. I know, shocker, as I said at the beginning of the thing, the concentrate of my sports take of my basketball take is get the wing. And and Harry B and Kuz, I think are both two guys you, that you like those. Could, you do like those really three help. fours, don't you? Hey man, they you defend multiple positions and you shoot efficient jump, you know, efficient shots and don't need a bunch of time on the ball. That's what I want for my role players. Speaking of speaking of three, the Lakers four. are like, I want the opposite of that. <laughs> Whoever, whatever Anthony just said, give me the opposite of that. <laughs> speaking of uh, speaking of three fours. Uh, I think I just saw uh, that um, uh, Kawhi is now doing doing a uh, five on five work. So perhaps he will be a he will be back at some point. Maybe. Yeah, I'm not. I, I don't like to waste show time on 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 part time players. Um. All right. So <laughs> <laughs> speaking of speaking of Kyrie, yeah. Yeah, that's a great. There you go. See? Look at this. There you go. Um, all right, we will segue over here to uh, you know some the latest, I guess, on on Kyrie Irving. We were talking about this in the Slack and found the timing of LeBron's tweet interesting, especially given that shortly after that, Chris Haynes writes for Yahoo Sports uh, about Bleacher Report. 
uh, Bleach, there you go. Uh, as, as Chris Haynes wrote for Bleach Report, um, the inner workings of the Lakers and the machinations that are in play, if and when they trade Russell Westbrook, um, one of the things that stood out to me for the sake of what you and I are going to be talking about here was LeBron. I'm going to make sure I have the phrasing correct on this. I should have had this up before we started talking. But um, James, who turns 38 next month and is in year 20 of his NBA career, does not want to waste a season of his high-level playing days in hopes of incoming reinforcements for the 2023-24 campaign, sources say. Other core players on the roster would likewise prefer those picks to be used to elevate this year's team. I wonder who that, that, that those other players would be. Do you think... You think it's Schmanton and Schmavis? I have no idea. Also of of Smutch Sports. I have I have no idea. <laughs> Not even a guess. <laughs> um yeah, so that that report from from uh Chris Haynes, followed by about three hours or so, these tweets from LeBron, which read Uh, I told you guys that I don't believe in sharing hateful information, hurtful information, and I'll continue to be that way. But Kyrie apologized, and he should be able to play. That's what I think. It's that simple. Help him learn, but he should be playing. What he's asked to do to get back on the floor, I think, is excessive, in my opinion. He's not the person that's being portrayed of him. Uh, Anyways, back to my rehab session and tweet. Yeah. Um, Uh, Yeah, let let, let, me... And that this is also like, well, can, also before com- before you before yeah, you dive yeah, into, yeah, 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 yeah. do you think yeah, yeah, there's a ahead. correlation between the timing of the of all that stuff? Because the timing was what really really stood out to me. Um, LeBron, like I don't, his, no, his people leak no, out. No, they they no. leak out. Hey, the Lakers need to go out and get somebody. I don't want to waste another season going through this. People close to LeBron on the roster, Schmantini Schmavis, if you will. Um, also don't want to waste another season waiting for 2023-24. Mm-hmm. Oh, by the way, we think Kyrie Irving should be playing. Do you think do you think there's a correlation? Well, here's what I was saying. I've said this I've said this about LeBron before. Uh, LeBron doesn't do things by accident. So, mm-hmm. I'm not saying that that does mean anything specifically like there is maybe it's a coincidence. Um certainly possible, but I, LeBron doesn't do things by accident. So mm-hmm. LeBron was feeling that and wanted to say that at that moment. Does that have anything to do with anything else? I don't know. Um, and Chris Haynes is connected. He's connected all over the league. Um, mm-hmm. He's a good reporter. He usually gets stuff right. Um, you know, obviously Especially with players like Woj is with with agents and executives and, and Haynes is more with players. Yes. And you've seen I don't know who his source is on this, but. Um, you know, to be fair, we have seen him with sit downs with LeBron. They seem to have a pretty good relationship. You can look through Chris's Twitter or Instagram or whatever, and you'll find pictures of him with LeBron, you know, like, so, and you're right. He does have a generally a good relationship with a lot of players. I don't know who his source was on this, but, um, I, maybe it's coincidental. Maybe it's not, but Chris is a good reporter and generally gets stuff right. And LeBron doesn't do anything by accident. So yeah, it was there was a correlation. All right. So um your thoughts though on the sentiment that LeBron is sharing here okay. about Kyrie Irving and 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 
his apology. Because one thing that struck me here as Shams was tweeting about the, the latest in the situation, I'm just going to read this from Shams. Quote, Josiah announces he uh, by the, and Clarissa... Hold on, by the way, uh, by the way uh, in a, to put a little bow on our starting lineup discussion from earlier, the Lakers just uh, sent out that Lonnie is probable for tonight. Oof, You'll already know God. this by the time you hear it, Fuck. but Lonnie's probable tonight. Good God. <laughs> I miss With him. The same, he's really fun same. to watch play. He is. Like, yeah, he is. he's... It's kind of like, like I, w- I would watch Malik Monk last year, and I would say, like, Playing basketball that way seems like fun. Being able to shoot from 40 and then also get up and dunk with your nose near the rim, that seems like a really fun existence. Speaking of Malik, do you think we get a Malik tribute video tonight? <laughs> the THT I'll, I'll t- one. We got a I'll THT tweet one. one. I will tweet one. Okay. All right. Um, all right. So uh, Shams Karania, here's his tweet. Josiah announces he and Clarissa met with Kyrie Irving and his family Thursday. They do not believe Ir- Irving has any beliefs of hate towards Jewish people or any group, and that the Nets, Irving, NBA, NBPA will facilitate a process of forgiveness, healing, and education. One thing that stood yeah. out to me in that, and then you know there are other examples as as more people were kind of tweeting about it. Um, Woj among them, Mark Stein among them, obviously, and then um, Josiah himself tweeted about this saying. Clara and I met with Kyrie and his family yesterday. We spent quality time to understand each other. And it's clear to me Kyrie does not have any beliefs of hate towards Jewish people or any group. Mm-hmm. The Nets and Kyrie together with the NBA and NBPA are working constructively toward a process of forgiveness, healing, and education. Um, not listed in a lot of the the tweets initially here is any mention of anybody Jewish. Like, uh-huh. like, um, that should have been a pretty important part, I would say, of the initial reporting. Now, I will say that Adrian Wojnarowski, in his actual reporting uh, for ESPN, did mention that. Um, I'll I'll read that here. This came a little after the fact, but he goes, uh, yeah. So, quote. Irving is expected to engage with a number of, of, of constituencies, including meeting with leaders in the Jewish community, and make good faith efforts to show the Nets and NBA of his sincerity before he's cleared for a return to play. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that's that was the only mention that I yep. saw, at least initially, of like, okay, so there, Jewish people are involved in 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 this process of learning and forgiveness and blah blah blah. So. I don't so like the thing from LeBron and other guys have said this people have said it um you know national media people have said it um I think Jalen Brown has said it and LeBron alludes to it in in his tweet that and if people think that the the conditions that he had to meet for his return um were too severe okay I'm not like I'm not going to argue that with you. Okay, I I disagree, but if you think they were too severe, okay. I would like to. I like. I would like one of those people to actually explain why they're too severe. To that's me. yeah. That's, that's that's all. That's all I'd ask. Sure. Um, what I what I'm having trouble understanding, and I think it misses the point, is like, how do you convince someone you are not anti-Semitic? Right. Like, I don't know mm-hmm. what's in Kyrie's heart, especially I, I in a week. I don't know. I don't know. I don't, I don't know what's yeah. in his heart. Like, do I think he's anti? I don't know. 
and neither does Josiah. <laughs> oh, the only person that knows what's in Kyrie's heart is Kyrie. So mm-hmm. if he goes and meets with, if Josiah goes and meets with Kyrie and says, hey, Kyrie, do you, do you have any hate towards Jewish people? Are you anti-Semitic? And Kyrie says, no, like, okay, that's good enough, I guess. So I don't even think that's what it, this is about, really. Um, even though I am Jewish and the fact that he's uh, promoted those things hurt me. It's not about whether Kyrie is anti-Semitic or not, because we don't know. We have no way of knowing what he actually feels, believes in his heart. I don't know what this changes, because to me, the real problem was Kyrie promoted hate speech, or at least promoted a movie that that contained, had that contained hate speech. He promoted it, whether he wants to believe that he did or that was his intention or not, he did. And that caused hurt for quite a few people. And then when he had the chance to explain himself, when he had the chance to apologize, when he had the chance to denounce anti-Semitism, he chose not to for Mm -hmm. at least a week. So the fact whether he's anti-Semitic or not isn't really the issue. The issue is he promoted hate speech and then didn't do anything about it when he had the chance to. And that still hasn't changed. Right. Yeah. He kind of had those weak trickled in stuff about, you know, I can't be anti-Semitic because I know who I am, like, or I know where I come from or something like that doesn't mean anything. Um, or if it does, that requires all sorts of translation and us assuming things. When he was asked, is he anti-Semitic? He could have just said no. That yeah. would have been fine. Chose not he to edit when he had a chance to take down this after he was. And he may not have realized at first that people were harmed. He may not have. And I don't, I, I do believe him when he says it was not his intention to harm anyone. I do believe that. But when he had the chance, once he learned that he had caused harm, he had a chance to take it down. He had a chance to apologize and he did none of that. So to me, and then he kind of did the, well, I don't believe, I, I didn't make the film. Okay, cool. And then he did the, um, you know, like there's some parts I agree with or some parts I disagree with. Okay, well, what do you agree with? What right. do you disagree with? Like, yeah. You have had chances for this not to be a thing. And this is not about free speech. And then Kyrie made it about him being the victim. Like, I can do whatever I want with my platform. Yes, of course you can. Of course you can. You can believe whatever you want. You can think whatever you want. You can say whatever you want. But that doesn't mean there aren't consequences to it. Right. I can say whatever I want into this microphone right now. But (laughs) I don't know what if I if I chose to use my platform that way, Vox would have something to say about it. I would hope so. So I don't I guess my point in all of this is like. I don't know that this changes anything because for me, at least, yeah, like I hope Kyrie is not anti-Semitic. I hope he doesn't believe these things. But that wasn't really the issue for me. The issue is he spread them and then yeah. stood on it. Yeah, like there's no way to pr- prove that he's not anti-Semitic. Okay, he said no. Cool. Now Josiah believes him. What does that change? Yeah, Nike's involvement in all this was was interesting to me because... Well, for one thing, they waited a little while. They didn't. They didn't immediately cut ties. They gave him an, a few opportunities, as is afforded to most really talented people. You do get a few more opportunities when you screw up and you're really talented um, in the world as it exists now. Like that's how this works. Uh, so they gave him his opportunities, and he again, like you said, passed on those opportunities and eventually suspended him. Said, "All right, fine. We are not going to be doing business with you anymore." And apparently that cost him upwards of like $11 million a year. We don't think you are fit to be a part of our organization. Yeah. Um, Now, interesting, this came out at a time 
when Phil Knight's personal political donations were made public, and uh, there was some, you know, he chose to to back some interesting politicians apparently. Uh, and but anyway, like I I think when it comes to when it comes to this entire situation, when it comes to people in general, I know I skew cynical. I know I am a, a cynical person by nature. I when when uh, Jonathan Sharks was still alive and he and I were having our conversations, the most I think frustrated that he would get with me was when I would tell him, "Yeah, I think people are inherently evil. Like I think we have to learn to be good over the course of our lives and 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 practice being good over the course of our lives. We don't just get that right from the get." Um, and, and like my cynicism was really at play this week when before Kyrie's money was messed with, he was real proud to not apologize, not distance himself from this stuff, not take any action that they're talking about here. Once his money was messed with though, that's when you got that long Instagram apology that's when you started seeing this process actually start to play, take place. Then he finally met with Adam Silver. When his money wasn't when when his money wasn't being met with, messed with, he sent his dad and his stepmom to the Anti Defamation League uh, in his stead. So, like, in my opinion, it's too it's too soon for anybody to say one way or the other that this guy is not something or whatever. I I, I want to. It, it's going to take a lot of time. And and look, the process has to start somewhere, but I don't think it has to start on a basketball court. The basketball has nothing to do with this. The, this notion that like LeBron is saying like he should be allowed to play. Aaron, if I did something that was worthy of further sensitivity training, I would not be allowed on the air until I pass that sensitivity training. And that's if I was ever allowed back on the air ever again. Like that's all this was. Yeah, but they, yeah. they essentially told him, "Hey, man, like, just, just like, do the seminar. Talk to these people. Like, just, just learn about what it, why, whatever it is that you just spread is hateful. And this notion that it's like some cross to bear is unreal. Like, what are you guys talking about? Like, what, what world do you live in? And Frank, like, granted, they live in a very different world than I am because they're significantly more talented at their job than I am. Right, but." Kyrie at the end of the day, uh, what's that? Kyrie is irreplaceable on a basketball floor. Uh, well, they won their last couple games after he was. He out. is but, irreplaceable. But I just, I, you know, Boston would disagree. Um, but, but, <laughs> I mean, but, look, every team he's been on for like the last six years has been better with him <laughs> off the floor. But he, just, his just talent saying. is irreplaceable. Yeah, when he's right, sure. Um, but he just hasn't been right. And 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 again, like the basketball side of this. That doesn't matter as much to me. Like, uh, I just want to see this. If the if if the point of this is growth, if the point of this is for this guy to actually learn that what he did was wrong, then basketball doesn't fucking matter. <laughs> the basketball, this like whether or not he can make a layup, like we've known that. That's that's never been in question. That's not a part of this process. The part the parts of this process that actually matter are the stuff that he was reluctant to do until his money was messed with. Yeah, but. See, this is why, like, this is why that doesn't matter to me. I don't know if he's anti-Semitic. I don't know how he would prove that in an hour, a day, a year. Like, how do you prove you are not the process? I I don't know. I don't know how you prove that. That's one part of it. And again, I don't know what's in the man's heart. Can I ask you this then, Aaron? Do you think, do you think he's like, do you think he's less anti-Semitic than I am? 
do I think he is less anti-Semitic than you are? Probably, but I don't know. I also don't know. Hold on. I also don't know. Is it because did, did people start messing with his money that caused some action? Maybe. I don't know. Last year, when he refused to get the vaccine and that started messing with it, that mess with his money, it didn't change anything. So yeah. I don't know. I don't know what is in the man's heart. I don't know what his motivations are. That's why having That's a great point. criteria based on that stuff doesn't matter to me because I don't know. And there's no way to know other than if you are in his head and in his heart. And I don't know. So the stuff that matters to me is he did something that was harmful, that was hurtful, and then defended it over and over. Why? 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 That is what matters to me. Why? Not is he or isn't he? Because there's no way to know that. What do you think of the... um, Because one of the the sentiments that I've seen... You know, primarily, I'm going to say from from black people that I've seen talk about this issue has been they, you know, the the the, the big word they mm-hmm. are showing Kyrie a lesson, you know, mm-hmm. making Kyrie an, an example of 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 all of this. And mm-hmm. I, I I have my thoughts on that, but I'm curious about your 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 take on that sentiment. That's complicated because. I've said this before on the show, I'm a black man and I'm a Jewish man. Mm -hmm. So that is complicated for me. I do understand that sentiment. I do not agree with it in this case. I think that Twitter, as it is, (laughs) as it is a place for, often breeds extremes. Um, And there is a sentiment among many black people um, and it is because Christian white people have used it as a weapon to divide black people and Jewish people who have a very similar experience mm-hmm. um, that the 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 tropes that are in this movie and and that they are anti-Christian and for uh, in large parts of the black community, um, religion and Christianity is a big part of it. And there have been these things forever that Mm -hmm. the Jews are against that. And it has been a way that the establishment, which is generally white Christian males, have divided black people and Jewish people. So that's what this is, that it is easy to go to that because for some black people, Jews are bad, right? Because Mm -hmm. they have been because the white Christian establishment has used it as a tool to divide people. So. I think that's where it comes from. And that is a natural thing. I think it is not as prevalent as it seems because you and I are on Twitter way too much. And yeah. Twitter has, you yeah. know, Twitter's 20 people, life. 20 people shouting <laughs> at each other from each side of any issue. Yeah. And that feels representative of a much bigger group of people. And it generally isn't. Yeah. All I would say, like, obviously, I, I, I cannot speak to the experiences of a black person. I cannot speak. I mean, hell, half of me can't even speak to the to, to the experiences of my own people, right? Like, I, I I'm Mexican, but I don't look Mexican, you know. Especially now when I'm not in the when I'm not out by the pool all the time. Um, but cleaning so it. I, or? I, what's that? <laughs> cleaning it. Or? <laughs> yeah. Um, but like when I when I like when I when I see that, 
you know, all I would ask is if it was a white player who said, who, who shared this kind of, you know, hateful information about a, you know, about a black community, the black community, um, would you want that player to be taught a lesson per se? Right. Um, and, and all I'm saying is all I ask for is consistency, right? Well, let's, let's look, if, if we're, we can take my for example, if we're going to, if we're going to care about hate speech, if we're going to, if we're going to say that like we are a welcoming community, then players who spread any kind of hate speech need to be quote unquote taught a lesson. I don't like that phrase because no, that, at the end of the day, they seem le- like they're children, but yeah, like I, I don't like the phrasing, but like a there lesson are needs to be learned. Like, that, <laughs> like you need that to learn that you can't just do this shit. That yeah, like <laughs> well, I mean, part, look, it's part not... of life is doing dumb stuff and finding out you shouldn't do that dumb stuff again. Yeah, all right, fuck around and find out. <laughs> right? um, so it is not a perfect like comparison because Myers Leonard actually uttered a Jewish slur like yeah. himself, right? So it is not mm-hmm. a perfect comparison. But Myers Leonard found out that there were consequences to hate speech. He yeah. has not been heard from since. Especially when you're as and he's a white guy. as Myers Leonard. Yeah. He is a he is a white guy. Yeah. And he has not been heard from since. And I would agree with people, black people that say would say this is not what Kyrie did is nowhere near as bad. I agree. But it is I I don't see the like tap dance for me master part of this for Kyrie. Yeah. Maybe that's right. because I'm Jewish. And so I am in a we group all have of our people biases. that was that was that was harmed by this or hurt by this or whatever. Um yeah. so maybe that of course that's probably part of it. But I do not see that the Kyrie is being treated unfairly because he's black part of this. I and again, if if people, white people, black people, Latino, whatever, want to say that the punishment doesn't fit the crime, um, I would disagree, but okay, if people want to argue that, okay. I would say people thought that, though, mostly because they thought that Kyrie was unwilling to do those things, which now it looks like he is willing to do those things. Yeah. So well, is, that, I, is that because of his money? I, I don't know. That's why, that's why those part of those, that criteria doesn't mean anything to me. We're going to find out if he's willing to do those things. You know, they're saying that he seems willing to do those things right now, but we need to start to actually see the action. And until we see the action, I like the basketball is not very important to me on this stuff. The bat, like it, it only matters because he's great at basketball. We're only talking about him because he, he's great at basketball. He oh, only has that Lakers. platform. And for the Lakers perspective, theoretically, he his sixth game would be Sunday against the Lakers. So he is theoretically. Mm-hmm eligible to come back because the suspension was at least five games it doesn't mean he will or won't or i don't know yeah. where he is in the process of all of these things but as it relates to the lakers in this feed he theoretically may be available on sunday i doubt he is but he may be yeah yeah so i, I guess to try to put a bow on all of this all i would say like in response to lebron's tweet is like i think i, I think we should take more of a wait and see approach before we definitively say one way or the other anything about this guy we don't do that ever. This is <laughs> Twitter. Are you kidding me? We don't do that. Ever. Hell no. I reject your premise. Fine. All right. Uh, that's going to do it here for this episode of The Hook and this week's episodes here on the Silver Screen and Roll Podcast Network. Make sure you guys check out the conversation I had with Meta World Peace. I thought he was super insightful and, and he was, you know, he was a joy to talk to. Uh, Meta, you're always welcome whenever you want to uh, 
hop on here as well. Aaron always has stuff to do, so you could just kind of swoop in here and take Aaron's spot on the hook if you. What I was, was, that, was that this was on public. Uh, Sorry. Uh, I just wanted to see if you're paying attention. Hey man, I, it was watching. I it was fun bl- watching your head kind of go like. I don't blame. I don't blame you for that one, eh, man. Whenever Meta's come here to replace me, man, I'm, I'm with it. I like Meta. Meta's a good dude. He was. He was. He was and a he lot of fun to talk to. And he's yeah. He's 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 good at uh, articulating many many different things about the NBA and basketball my, and life. My favorite response that he had was actually I asked him like, "Do you ever like get sad watching some guys kind of age?" And he said, "No, it actually makes me happy." Guys who like have the benefit of being able to age in sports means they were really effing good. And watching mm-hmm. them, like that was like a super. Like enlightened approach, I thought, to the to all this. He's a good dude. So check that out. Check out all the rest of the stuff here on this podcast, Silver Screen Roll Podcast Network. And until next week, I'm Anthony Irwin. That was Aaron Arsul, and this was The Hook. <laughs>